Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica, and I have a great guest today. Her name is Tracy, and we're going to be focusing on her business and what challenges uh, hopefully the stars can shed some light on. So welcome to the podcast, Tracy. Yay! Hi, darling. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. So I'm so curious. Is this the first time we've spoken? It is. We've oh my goodness. We've spoken okay. in cyberspace a little, but we've <laughs> First time we've spoken for reals. Okay, so let's get to know you. Uh, I want to get to know you. I'm sure our audience wants to get to know you. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you are doing in the world. Well, I, um, I've been a jewelry designer forever, for a long time, although actually I was madly in love and married to somebody that died eight years ago. Uh, and it's, during that time, I kind of was just following my bliss and gardening and doing things I love. So I'm back into doing, creating in a way uh, and creating a business. And I make reminders because around my husband and my life experiences, I've noticed that I hold my breath. And so it all started with me making things that said breathe to remind me to breathe. And it's kind of taken off from there. And so I make all, all sorts of different mediums. I do everything from stickers to diamond jewelry, um, and it's reminders. It might something might say breathe. It might say kindness is badass. It might say um, fiercely compassionate. But they're all. What I find is that I need reminders in my life. I'm super visual, and if I see something, it reminds me to stay present, be in the moment, kind of live in the best way, and feel the best. And I figure if I need them, other people need them. So that's what I do. Ah, they're like. Uh... 
ornamental affirmations. <laughs> exactly what it's like. And I, I mean, I make tote bags. I make one. I'm kind of, I've been overwhelmed since the election. So I make one that says things like WTF on one side. And uh, then it says really, uh, I don't know if I can say fuck, but um, <laughs> you can. <laughs> it says like, are you fucking kidding me on the inside? And then on the other side, it says, I will survive this too, because it's kind of the things I think yeah. in my head all day, every day. Uh, so yeah, I, for, for me, I find that seeing something makes a huge difference. I'm visual. So, well, everybody's not visual, but for me, seeing something makes a huge difference. And I can see the word breathe or the, see the word love, just love. And it reminds me to be that, or it reminds me to breathe. And I need that. And I know other people do, right? Well, I think that's why these motivational quotes that you see all over social media are so such a hit because people need those little reminders through the day uh, to keep going and those uplifting words. So I, I think whether you're whether you're visual or not, um, people know how to read and they have their moments <laughs> of up and ups and downs. And it's really it, it really I, I mean, there's such a beautiful sacred sacredness to uh, the language and how you use words to uh, uplift. So I think it's just amazing. So I'm so curious, you know, what is it that you want to focus on? What's the big challenge um, in this business? Well, um, first of all, this Mercury retrograde has almost totally done me and I'm not going to lie. I've been having the most challenging few weeks, just feeling like not connected and out of my body. So it's just a brief aside since you are the queen of astrology here. <laughs> um, but I, I think just really getting it out in the world because what I, I'm a, I'm great at what I'm great at. And I'm a genius. I'm a, I'm Gemini, you know, mm -hmm. at uh, Virgo Pisces. There's a lot going on in my head. So I am, I, I, and I see something shiny and like I'm off on the next thing. I have idea after idea, after idea, after idea, all day, every day, things popping into my head, but I don't know that um, the implementation is not as easy for me. I guess so. I'm not sure. My getting stuff out in the world, I don't think is as effective as it could be. Okay. That's so a marketing plan perhaps? Yeah. More on how to really do that and really share with people. And I, you know, I have 10 other ideas I want to do, but <laughs> the other thing I found is, and this could be, this is related to, um, my husband was my only family and he died. It'll be eight years in January. And I found recently, and maybe you're seeing this for me, that I've really, and I've spent the last eight years basically alone, and I, then I work alone from home, and I have no siblings, and I have no children. So when I say alone, I'm really in the scheme of things. I mean, I have friends I adore and things, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of me with my little dog. Um, and recently, and this maybe the Mercury's brought it out more, but in the last month or so, I've really, really felt like I hit a wall about being and doing everything alone. So I would really love to find somebody or have people in my life that want to collaborate, that want to create together, that, um, you know, they're the other side of the business, love the ideas, but they know how to make stuff. So I really would love to have some kind of um, partnership in my life or call in somebody that wants to play with me or that because I really feel like this being alone has gotten to me. And I'm an only child. I'm used to being alone, but I've just found that it feels like just the last like month or so, it's really weighed on me, I guess, for lack of a better word. Gosh, Tracy, I mean, I know this is our first time speaking, but <clears throat> we have so much in common. Oh my goodness. It's like uncanny. I'm like listening to you 
and just hearing myself. So I guess it's just divine timing here that there's a potential kismet connection there. Um, but first of all, I want to send my condolences. I, I know the feeling of losing your a soulmate or a, a someone you love so deeply. So, um, um, you know, kudos for you for stand, standing your ground and, and really finding the positive in life. And um, we're definitely going to get that sisterhood for you uh, to, you know, take away any of that, you know, alone time that you want to spend chatting. Because I know as entrepreneurs, and I think every single person listening here who works from home, they have those moments of like, I just want to bounce ideas off people. I just want to like, you know, talk to people. I want to like get it all out. And so I think it's a struggle that a lot of us uh, women entrepreneurs, soul-based business owners who are working from home are experiencing. So thank you for sharing that firstly. Hmm. Not a problem. I mean, it's not going to, nothing's going to change or happen. I'm not going to call in my person if I just keep the thought in my head. So it, you know, it matters. And like I said, it's really just come to a head recently because I actually am an extroverted introvert. So I'm the person that goes to a seminar, goes to something, and about a day and a half in, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to back out of the room. Nothing to see here. I'm like, done. Uh -huh. But so I love the idea, but there's still something about having somebody, exact, which, and it's exactly what you just said, to just bounce an idea off that just says to you once in a while, God, you're a fucking genius, or that's great, or are you, <laughs> nobody's going to like that. Something. But when you are alone, and then you don't have either family or friends around because I've lived away from where a lot of my friends are recently too. It really, there's no, the only voices can come up or that come up or voices that go, what the fuck are you doing? Wait, or, wait, what? You know, or, um, so there's, yeah, I'm kind of done. I want to play bigger and I want to play more and I want to play with somebody that once in a while I feel like has my back. Awesome. Okay, well, then let's get into this. I think I have a clear indication of, you know, what the struggle is. We definitely need a plan um, of execution. It sounds like we need some camaraderie. Um, and then we just need to kind of take all those brilliant ideas that you have and really, really mold them into something where um, they all kind of play together. So you don't have to just do one at a time. We could actually start to merge and, you know, keep all that fluidity uh, uh, going and inspiring you along the way. So I'm going to start with the three main planets, which are the sun, the moon, and the rising sign, which you've already mentioned. Your sun is in Gemini, your moon is in Virgo, and your rising sign is in Pisces. So I'm going to start with the sun. So the sun is how you see yourself. So anytime we like read our horoscopes, like that's probably, it's, it's for us. It's like for our personal um, use. Uh, but for me, when I do uh, business astrology, I think of the sun as like your secret sauce. You know, it's not necessarily the thing you have to lead with. It's not the thing that necessarily people see you as, but it's the thing that you're just going to sprinkle on everything that you do. So in this case, you have it in the sign of Gemini. Um, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. They're all about communication. So it's probably no wonder why words um, are part of your brand. They're part of the way that you wake up in the morning and feel inspired. Um, Gemini is also, they intellectualize everything. So when we think about the secret sauce, you know, it could even be like your USP, your unique selling point. Um, it's really going to be this sprinkling of intellect. Um, so it was kind of interesting how you said about you have this bag and it's like, you know, what the fuck? And then on the other side is like, you know, I'll get through this too. Like there is an intellect, there is a higher vibration of thought. Um, of cognitive thinking that will inspire these um, words of wisdom. So, um, so that's where I'm seeing the Gemini kind of starting to be sprinkled. We can start to sprinkle her other places, uh, but just kind of keep that in mind as we continue the reading. Okay. 
Okay, so then we've got your moon in the sign of Virgo. I have my moon in Virgo. Uh, this is how, uh, this is your emotions. This is your higher, uh, this is your soul. Uh, and we have to talk about the moon because the moon is how you're gonna stay motivated in your business. Um, if we can't keep our emotional state in check, if we can't do things from a, our higher self or our spirit, um, things are gonna get lost in the mix. So when you have it in the sign of Virgo, this is all about selfless service. So it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, if you are not being of service to someone, it's almost like Virgo gets a little down. Um, they start to feel like, you know, what am I doing? Like nobody cares. Um, and all they want to do is be helpful. Uh, so that when, when you find those feelings coming up of like, you know, maybe not, not appreciated or, or not feeling understood, that's very Virgo. I don't feel people like people understand me or maybe they don't understand my message. Um, those are all the shadow sides of Virgo. So when you see those creepy crawling feelings come in, just know that that's just a, it's a cue for you to kind of take a step back, do some self-care. Um, feel yourself up, appreciate yourself, um, do some journaling so you understand yourself more. Um, those are going to be the things that will help you, especially if you're working a lot in solitude. Um, it's very easy to kind of fall into the trap of like, nobody's listening. Does anybody care? Um, when all you want to do is get people, uh, help, help and serve people. So I just want to kind of like keep that in mind as well when we're going through this reading, because um, a lot of people, you know, we get hung up on how we feel, but it's actually they're just cues. They're just cues to um, take a step back in this case for Virgo, um, do some of your own um, introspection. Um, and that's going to be where you're probably going to come up with some of your most genius ideas. So when the shadows show up for your moon, yeah. just know that that's probably where you're going to like come up with a new piece of jewelry or you're going to come up with a new saying or you're going to come up with something because you're now taking a step back to reflect. Okay. That's good. <coughs> okay. Rising sign. Uh, your ascendant in the sign of Pisces, which you've already mentioned, uh, but your rising sign is how other people see you. And, um, but it's not necessarily how you see yourself, but it's part of who you are. And in this case, it's so much different than Gemini. So Pisces is the daydreamer. You know, they are stuck in La La Land. They're not grounded. They want, they're thinking about what's happening in the stars. They're, hap they're thinking about, uh, you know, how to manifest things. They're thinking about um, how to improve their clairvoyance. They're thinking about things that are more esoteric. So when, when you, we have it in the sign as your rising sign, that's how other people are seeing you. They are seeing you as highly spiritual, um, highly evolved. Um, high, you know, one of those people that you go to for um, spiritual guidance. So I don't know if you see yourself this way, but your, your people, your kismet clients, they see you that way. And the reason that they see you that way, yes, is because you have your rising sign in the sign of Pisces, but, but it's because it's part of themselves. This is your kismet client. It's part of them that they want more of for themselves. So if you want to go ahead and turn up the volume with Pisces, you know, even though like you've got all this Gemini and you've got quite a few uh, Aquarius in your chart, um, but if you want to turn up this Pisces, turn up the esoteric portion of your brand, they're already seeing you that way. And it's just going to be a reflection of, of what they desire for themselves, more of that spiritual empowerment. 
Well, I also do motivational quotes, but that's it. <laughs> or spiritual quotes, which end up always being what I'm thinking. And I, something will come to me and just pop into my head and I post it. I do something also called breathing gratitude. And I'll post it and, and I don't think about it. Maybe later in the day I'll go, oh my God, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. You know, at the time it didn't seem so pertinent, but they always just kind of intuitively stuff comes to me. So I do that a little, which feels a little more like what you're talking about. Um, not quite, but a little more in that direction. Well, it, well just so you know, we're going to get into like your midheaven. Actually, well, let's just go into your midheaven because this is going to relate. So your midheaven is your 10th house, is your house of career. You have it in the sign of Sagittarius. So when we're thinking about the rising Pisces and we're thinking about spiritual empowerment, how other people see you, you know, I look at this career house and it's in the sign of Sag. Sagittarius is a fire sign. Um, it's all about spirituality. It's all about higher learning. It's all about foreign culture and philosophy. So think about it this way. Yes, you're doing these motivational quotes. Yes, you're putting these intellectual words on bags and jewelry and things like that. But what about you putting together some kind of, um, I don't know, teaching? Something that where you're teaching, you just called something gratitude breathing. What if you did like, like a little Instagram live, little class? and talked about what gratitude breathing is. And you stepped in fully to that teacher role, which is very much Sagittarius. I actually have a, aside from what I designed, cause I have, I told you 50 things going on at once. I have a plan in the work that's kind of a little um, program, like 30 days of, I don't want to give too much away until yeah. I do it, but it's 30 days of, it's like a sampler for lack of a better word, about like empowerment or, um, you know, uh, mindfulness, I guess would be the best way. So, but it's calling in lots of friends I have, and maybe you'll even be one that'll do like a mini practice for me. So in this mindful thing. So I'm working on that, um, which sounds a little like what you were just saying. You know, it's kind of a different version of um, being a teacher or sharing information like that. Mm-hmm. Well, remember also that, you know, when we're building our business online, it's like they want to see Tracy, you right. know, I mean, yes, they can purchase a course and they can purchase jewelry and they can get inspired by your Instagram and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's like you, uh, it's really you that they're like, when they look at you and they hear you speak and they see what you write and they see your gestures, like what they're really, what everybody is doing. I mean, I do this all day. Like I'll watch like something on YouTube and like, I'll be like so inspired, but it's like, I'm seeing parts of myself that I'm trying to improve, um, but I'm seeing it in that person. So you showing up and letting people listen to you, even if it's for free, even if it's for five minutes, right. um, they're, you're, you're giving them permission to like, to dig deeper into their own spirituality. Remember they're seeing you as Pisces. So uh, don't, don't be afraid as I guess my, my, um, two cents here of, you know, owning your intellectual nature, um, being that philosopher and that teacher come, cause it sounds like you have like all of your, these unique, um, methodologies and now it's just out there, like just go out in there and talk about them, you know, whether they're in a course or not, just like talk about, write an article about them, do a podcast about them, um, do an Instagram live or a Facebook live, you know, whatever you need, but just these little, these little lessons, um, that are around this, um, this education around spirituality, around freedom. Um, you know, Sagittarius is very much about freedom, about luck and good fortune. It's ruled by Jupiter. 
So all of these, um, these, uh, these categories of Sagittarius, like, like maybe, maybe it's not like you selling your jewelry in those talks, but it's them getting to know you because now they're seeing themselves in you. And now they want to go down the the little rabbit hole and know who is this Tracy person? Like she's got my attention. Okay. It, it actually reminds me of, um, that just totally brought me back to something that Alexandra Franzen, who's one of my favorite people in the world, who's divine. Are you familiar? No. Oh my God. She's, she's, was a writer. She is a writer and she does writing things, but she also, um, she, you need to check her out. She's lovely. I did a workshop with her and it was an idea and it was basically called two minutes with Tracy. And I think now might be the time to, uh, create that. All right. Yeah. Yes. It reminds me of that. Um, something in it. Basically the tagline was and is my foot, your ass. So um, <laughs> you can just imagine it's that kind of, uh, I don't have a great filter. I mean, I, I'm nice, but I kind of say what I, you know, no filter. Who am I kidding? So um, yeah, in a loving kind of really, what the fuck are you doing way is, yep. would be kind of my way. So yeah, this might be the time that gives me, uh, yeah, yay. Okay, so this is one part of the plan. So we know now we're going to get Tracy out there and teaching and two minutes with Tracy, a little kick in the booty. Okay, right. so let's, that's part one. Okay, so let's get into, uh, I'm going to go into, well, I'll just talk about Saturn since we're already talking about a plan. So you've got your Saturn in the sign of Capricorn. Well, first of all, Saturn rules Capricorn, so this is a very harmonious position, planetary position here. Um, and actually just yesterday, uh, Saturn returned into the sign of Capricorn, which is going to stay there until March 23rd, 2020. So you are in a very opportune um, time period right now with your Saturn in Capricorn and now this transit right back at home where your uh, planets were aligned when you were born. So Saturn has to do with money. He is the father figure of the Zodiac. Uh, he is really the guy that's like, he's like your dad. He's like, dude, do you have a plan? Like, I got to make sure you, like, I'm going to send you off to the races, but I got to make sure that you're, you've got all the tools. So Capricorn, I mean, Capricorn's ambitious. They're, they're the mountain goat climbing the mountain. Um, slow and steady wins the race. Um, but the interesting part about Capricorn is the fin. Um, the symbol for Capricorn is the sea goat. And so the, mo the one thing that people forget about Capricorn is the fin. It's the only earth sign that has water. And I don't think that people think about it. They think about the mountain goat, but they don't realize it's a sea goat. So the thing about Capricorn, when we're thinking about monetization, we're thinking about marketing, we're thinking about putting together a structured plan. Well, the thing about Capricorn is um, they're all about ambitious. They are all, they, they, they show up in the world with one face of like, it's almost stoic. It's like, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. But they don't show that emotional water stuff. That happens underneath the surface. So my um, two cents of this reading around Saturn and Capricorn is that when that melancholy, um, you know, Capricorn just naturally has this melancholic, um, semi-depressive, just a mode of operation, mode of operanda, whatever the word is, um, where it's just, it's just part of their nature. It's because, and it's one of those things, and I think it's because, uh, you know, they're, they spend all this time climbing the mountain. And it, the second that they stop climbing, they, they take a break, that's when the melancholy starts to, to creep in. And, you know, yes, we can do self-care and all this stuff, but I, I kind of want to just like 
nurture this for a second where it's not a bad thing. It's just part of the makeup of Capricorn. So for instance, like when you are putting together this plan for your business and you're climbing the mountain and you have, and when you find yourself in one of those days where like, gosh, I just really wish I had somebody to bounce ideas off of. Well, that, that moment, that, that, that little, um, I don't want to say negative, but let that, that somberness of Capricorn creeps in, there is something. And I know because I have a Capricorn stellium, I am Capricorn, uh, I'm ruled by Saturn, this is so my sign, but it is, that is where like creative genius happens for Capricorn. So what I want to encourage you is that while you could create this amazing marketing plan, like, you know, you're going to do your two minutes with Tracy and then you're going to do, you know, these collaborative um, things for your e-course and you're going to do all these things. I want you to stick right there in the middle of that, that plan. Every time that the melancholy stuff creeps in, that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm about to have a breakthrough. I'm about to come up with something genius and to fully step into that because that genius is going to separate you and help you stand out from your competition because you come up with something that's so off the wall. Um, it's so aligned um, with the essence of Capricorn, um, but it's just something that it's, it's going to light Saturn up because Saturn is like, okay, let's get to work. Let's do all these things. And Capricorn comes in and is like, I got this crazy idea the other day. And then that's where you start to mold in all these different things. And you, it's kind of like the red thread that ties your whole marketing uh, message together. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I never think of myself as being even a little Capricorn or having any Capricorn. When I think of a Capricorn, I think of somebody kind of corporate or really mm -hmm. focused and motivated. And I'm more, I'm kind of like a squirrel. Like I see something shiny and I'm like, Oh, off I go. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I love that. I mean, and I think it's awesome. I just, I don't, I've never really thought in terms of that. So that's kind of really interesting. Yeah, well, you don't have a lot of Capricorn, but you have it in the the planet that has to do with um, you know abundance, that has to do with financial and material reward, you know, opportunities, people, uh, money, um, and Capricorn is one of those. You're right. It, I, I think it's a very misunderstood sign. You know, that's why I bring up the Finn, where the Finn is kind of like where Capricorn's genius is, but they don't even know that that's where the genius is. They're just like, what's wrong? Why I just need to keep working so I don't have to feel these. I don't have to feel my fin, but I'm saying whenever those moments show up, that's where the, this marketing, the structure of your, of your marketing plan is going to take a, an entirely new direction. That's less about that corporate or, uh, you know, um, generic plan. And now we're going to weave in something that's, that's truly creative. Capricorns are very creative. Hmm. No, I love that. I mean, I just think it's, it's just a totally different way of looking at it or thinking about it. Okay. For me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so now you've got your north node in the sign of Leo and your south node in the sign of Aquarius. So obviously your south node is your natural ability. Aquarius is the rebel. Um, they're the pioneers. They're the ones. They're, I always say they're, they're like the girl in high school who had the purple hair and the nose ring. Wait, I uh, have purple hair and Aquarian men are my favorite. Oh my goodness. So your natural, natural gift is to be the rebel, is to be the pioneer, is to be like, I don't care what you think of me. I'm doing it anyway. That is where you're naturally gifted. So it sounds like you're already using that in your business. So that's yeah, I have, Right. I have that down. 
Grab that down. Okay, so here's where the challenge comes. So your north node is the challenging aspect. It's your destiny. It's like until you work through these challenges, everything else is going to feel sort of like a chore. So in this case, you have it in the sign of Leo. Um, they're polar opposites. Leo is about owning your spotlight. So it's going to go back again to you showing your face, you getting on your podium, you know, you allowing other people to look at you and adore you. That is going to be your big challenge moving forward is really stepping in and you being the face of your brand. Wow. Okay. So if you can get that, so I would weave that into your plan. So again, if you're doing two minutes with Tracy, own that spotlight, explain like, hi, I'm Tracy and explain who you are. Like, like own the first five to 10 minutes, uh, you know, of just talking about yourself, getting, letting people get to know your quirky Aquarius self, but doing it in a way um, that lets people really in to feel your sunshine. You know, Leo is ruled by the sun. They are all about spreading warmth and receiving warmth and really give yourself that opportunity to give and receive the sunlight. Oh my God. I love the way you just said that because that's what it feels like I need, but and I'm just always mad and drawn suit like crazy to Leo's. Those are like mm -hmm. besties of Leo. I mean, not that that's really what you're speaking to, but I just, um, I, I'm, you're making me very happy. I oh, good. <laughs> okay. So the most, so we're going to end this um, session by talking about the, one of the more important aspects when we're doing business astrology. It's your 12th house. Okay. So your 12th house is the natural ruler of the 12th house is Pisces. It's the last you know, house in the wheel, you know, Aries is the first house, you know, Pisces is the 12th, but you actually have your 12th house ruled by Aquarius. So now we've got more rebelliousness. Okay. So 12th house is your karmic debt. It's your psychic abilities. It's your subconscious mind. It is your limiting beliefs. Okay. So when we're talking about a higher calling and we're thinking about, you know, growing and expanding this, this business that you have, we're going to look at, you know, what did you come to this planet to work through? And in this case, you came to work through it through Aquarius. Now, Aquarius, um, they really came here to, to, stir, to shake up the norm, um, to challenge the status quo. So every time that you do that, you work through some of your karmic debt. You work through some of your own limiting beliefs about yourself. Um, you enhance your own creativity and psychic abilities. Now, and simultaneously, while you're doing that, you're also doing that for your kismet client, okay? So your kismet client is you, a version of you, just a few years ago. And when we look at the 12th house, they have an Aquarius, uh, they are an Aquarius archetype. Okay, so the person that's going to naturally gravitate to you is just like you. They're rebellious. They're pioneers. They think for themselves. They want to shake up the norm. They want to challenge the status quo. So here you are a few years ahead of them. Here you are with Pisces rising and them seeing you almost as like their spiritual empowerment leader. But you're just like them. You've got this you know, um, edgy way about yourself. So they relate to that. But what they're really craving is that, is that spiritual part that they see in you that they want more for themselves. 
Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I visualize things. So I'm picturing just things are running through my head. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. So it's kind of like, you know, you're showing up in the world with your purple hair and your edgy words and all these things, but the underlying message is spirituality. It's all Pisces, right? It's spirituality. It's intuition, uh, magic, um, uh, meditation, all those things that open up the third eye, the chakra systems. So when you're talking and you're having this like edgy thing, the, the message that Aquarius is craving from you, right? Your kismet client, Aquarius archetypes, they're craving more of that woo woo stuff. They're craving it from you because you're like the realist that's saying it in a way that they can actually digest it. Well, this is going to make you laugh. So my hair's purple, but it's only purple like the bottom six inches because I, um, I kind of wanted it to look like a paintbrush. But the reason it's purple is to remind me to pay attention to my intuition and to keep my third eye open. So it's always purple. I mean, it would never be any other color. It's just always purple. And the jewelry I make um, is uh, gemstones with diamonds and sterling, but it's um, all chakra. So it's <laughs> perfect. Oh, my goodness. See, so but now we need to talk about it. That's where this, you know, midheaven, the 10th house and Sagittarius. Now we got to do some teaching. Like you are born teacher, like the 10th house and Sagittarius. Like all I see is spirituality, travel, uh, foreign culture, philosophy, higher education, freedom, all those things. Now it's like we need to wrap up, you know, all that stuff that you put into your physical products. Now we need to wrap them up into lectures speaking engagements, uh, Facebook lives, Instagram lives, um, little mini courses, things where they can learn about spirituality. Then it is then that selling those products becomes a natural next step for them because now you've already got them because at the end of the day, Tracy, people don't buy products. They buy people. Right. Okay. Well, this is also crazy based on what you just said. I just gave up my home sold everything I owned. I'm on the road. Nothing makes me happier than to travel. I mean, although I am the biggest homebody and Nestor that I know mm -hmm. also, but I literally just moved away from where I was living. I am living out of my car and visiting people with my little dog. Uh, and cause you just said though about travel and um, something else that made me go, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, um, literally. So I don't remember even what I was saying because it they kind of blew my mind that you just said that, but yeah. they need to see that they need to see the behind the scenes. Like even if you just like literally pull up your iPhone, you know, turn on the video, turn on the Instagram live and you're just like, Hey guys, I'm just, I just woke up today in Arizona, like doing this. And then you talk about some spiritual things, drop some F bombs and then tell them to go check out your friggin' jewelry. You know what I mean? Like this, we've got to now get you owning that Leo, right? That North node and you, the spotlight, you're, tra you're already doing like everything that they want to do. You're traveling, you're living your purpose, you're, you're challenging the status quo, you're spiritual, you're creative, you're like everything that your kismet client wants to be. They just need to see you doing this so that they can give themselves permission to do it too. Oh my God. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> It's making, I mean, I, I don't want to say, um, yeah, I mean, the last 
not this sounds and feels so in alignment so mind blown i mean i've i don't want to i've had other astrology readings in my life for people telling me certain things um but this is kind of blowing my mind just fyi oh my goodness that was my plans. Okay, so my two goals for our session today was one that you had an aha moment. So it sounds like you got that. But I want to make sure you have a plan now. So tell me what the next steps are for you. <clears throat> well, I mean, I am going to keep doing what I'm doing as far as designing or trying to create and working in my social stuff. But I'm going to definitely start my two minutes with Tracy, forward the action with my other program, my other sampler program. Um, and really, I've been trying to think of what, I could do as, uh, as something or what I could share. I mean, I'm a master gardener. I'm a chef. I'm a party planner. I can't, I could give you a list of 50 things I do really well. But literally in the last few weeks, I thought, well, what the fuck could I do or say or something that anybody's going to care about? Um, and I mean, I'm kind of fabulous and I'm interesting. And <laughs> Phil was like, you know, I don't know, because I get bored easily. I'm, I told you I see something shiny and I'm off onto the next thing. So, um, but this sounds so in alignment and so easy to just to do my two minutes with Tracy thing to talk about what's going on, whether it's the travel or because some days I am scared shitless. This isn't just like I'm not like I sold everything and I have a million dollars in the bank and I'm living this life of leisure. This is a challenge. And I got rid of everything literally to create opening in my life to A, call in my next husband. Well, that's actually B, to A, mm -hmm. get my business, have space for my business to really flourish and to really get it out in the world and focus on that and B, to call in my next person. Um, so you've just given me so many fabulous ideas that are doable that don't sound overwhelming, especially even, even or especially on the days when I'm a little overwhelmed because as much as I chose to do this and it still feels right and I still don't want to live, I, I just couldn't see storing what felt like storing my furniture because nowhere feels like home to me because I don't have any family. So I just couldn't see doing that for 12 more months. So that was one of the reasons I also chose to get rid of everything and go rogue. But it's a fabulous, fun adventure and I know I'm doing the right thing and it feels great. But some days, like I said, it just kind of, freaks me out and this just feels like really great actionable stuff um, that I can do and that was the idea too is to do things I can do anywhere so all of this is so easy to do anywhere it's not I love that I just love everything about this oh my goodness I'm so happy well just remember anytime the fear stuff pops up remember that's probably your moon in Virgo or it's probably something to do with your Saturn and Capricorn because Capricorn remember the creative genius comes from when the fear or that that melancholy starts to show up and then Virgo's shadow is anytime you feel like you know something needs to be too perfect or you don't feel appreciated or understood those are all just signs that creative genius is is on the way okay I love that I, you know, and that just speaks to, a, that is kind of a lot of stuff that I say or think about or that comes to me, you know, it's, it's kind of in how you choose to see things or reframing something or knowing that you're up leveling and just remembering that instead of getting mired in, you know, being overwhelmed, which is easy to do too, since we are all human and there's still, I'm not as a, so evolved that I have no ego. Um, <laughs> But I love that. I love that as the reframe. I love that as that's what to just operate under that that's just the truth and the reality. So it, it just is what it is and expect that. One of my favorite things in the world is one of my absolute favorite quotes in my kind of my um, mantra, and I even travel with it framed, is 
always expect that something wonderful is about to happen, mm. which is kind of just like that, that, you know, when you feel mired in shit or you are overwhelmed or whatever, that know that it's because something great's coming. I love it. I actually have a affirmation app that has push notifications. And one of my push notification is something wonderful is about to happen. That's so funny. See, I knew you were my person. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited. I think everybody is probably like, wow, you know, really interested in learning about their own astrological birth chart because we all have completely different missions. Um, and when we look at the, the stars and the planets and the alignments, it's like everybody is just here to, um, is, it has a unique calling. And I think that that red thread that you were missing at the beginning of this session was just how do we tie it all together? And I think now, I feel now that you potentially have a game plan and some structure um, to kind of bring this whole thing to life now. You know, you've been doing it long enough. Uh, you have enough talents and gifts. It's just now getting out there, being the face of your brand and owning the fact that you're a spiritual powerhouse. Oh my God. I can't even, I could cry over this, except then I won't be able to breathe and then it'll <laughs> cause a whole other set of problems. I really, it is, you are fabulous. I can't even tell you. I don't know why anybody wouldn't be begging to talk to you. And I've, <laughs> you're so cool. I've, been, I've been on the planet for a while and I even used to do astrology charts and I've done numerology for people. And I, I mean, I never was, I, I was never an astrologer or reading like that, but I just mean, I've always for 40 years been interested in all of this. And this is really probably the most helpful, um, hopeful any kind of reading I've ever had. Ah, well, you just made my day, sweetheart. So I want to thank you so, so much for being a part of the podcast. Like I said, you're, you're inspiring people as we're having this conversation. Um, people are having their own breakthroughs and that's exactly what I wanted with this podcast. So thank you for being their muse. Thank you for uh, sharing, you know, your heart and your personal, some of your personal story with us today. I really, really appreciate it. Oh my God. No, thank you, darling, so much. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. And until another episode, I'm wishing you guys all love and light and tons of success in your business. Have a million ideas at any given moment swimming through that head of yours? Unclear how to mend them together so you don't have to choose just one? Like Tracy, her rebellious essence paired with her creative life force had her stuck with deriving a plan to take her passions to the next level. Turns out, her medheaven in the sign of Sagittarius was the window to her higher calling, and it had everything to do with her taking on the challenge of her north node in the sign of Leo by stepping into her spotlight. This began her revelation that her game plan started by being more visible. This included using her voice and her powerful story to attract her kismet clients, who also shared her rebellion and avant-garde approach to life. With Tracy's new breakthrough, she is now able to move forward and spread her message to those who need to hear it. If you're like Tracy, you've lived through some of the hardest years of your life, and now you're ready to find that sacred red thread that mends your first loves into a business that loves you right back. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit. 
where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.